is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Hey guys, it's Cliffo and Bronte podcasting on the day of love. Oh. Once again, I completely forgot. This is pretty tough, mate. You get in a committed relationship with yeah. the amazing Dylan. Yeah. Uh, it's your first big Valentine's Day. And he flies overseas he goes, the hey, day before the day of romance. I'm going to leave you for two weeks. And yeah. it just so happens that Valentine's Day is the second day. He shot you with his stupid arrow and then <sighs> flew out of the country. That's good. V-Day, like, if you choose to celebrate it, great. But we've just come off Christmas, yeah, his mate. birthday, my birthday. Like, we don't need another day of We're Totally the same at our house. We've yeah. had birthdays, Christmas. That's right. Like, it's fine. We can just, yeah, yeah. we just something little. That's Love that. yourself. Yeah. As Justin um, Bieber's saying. <laughs> uh, for Valentine's Day today, we actually look at marriage proposals that go horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Classic us. We meet um, Chris Hemsworth's stunt double. Yes. Plus right. the microscope on my favourite Queenslander. Oh. Bobby Owen. It is Valentine's Day for you if you get to talk about your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Irwin's new gig. Uh, it's coming up on the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. You know when you think you're doing something that's, like, kind of cute and then it turns out that it's actually a little creepy? We were only talking about this this morning. There's a fine line between romance and cringe. Yeah. And um, I found that line yesterday when I thought I was doing something really nice for Dylan while he's away and it turns out that he now considers me a little bit of a stalker. But okay, too late, we're in a relationship, so he has to deal with it. <laughs> the motto of all stalkers you know he everywhere. You no, know he doesn't. <laughs> like... Okay. You say like it's a hundred percent locked in. Like true, there's no ring on this finger. Uh, <laughs> so while he's away, he's away for two weeks. Yeah. I speaking of German shepherds, who we just had Bryce on for. Um, can you be Bronte? I am going to be kind of looking after his German Shepherd Ivy. I hear a lot about this dog. She's lovely. She's too. Mm. She's a little baby. She's really cute. Man, I love German Shepherds. They're the Beautiful best. Dogs. I've never spent time with one oh, before. So good. She's just so gentle. I think I had the uh, bad misconception about them, but yeah, she's divine. And so what I have to do is like go feed her, take her for a walk, and just like hang out with her while he's away. And so I went to do that yesterday. I went to go in the afternoon and I realised I don't know where he lives. <sighs> oh. <laughs> I, have you not stayed over? I have, but I don't, I don't have his address. Like I don't, so he's driven or something? He's driven every time. And... Yeah, I've never driven okay. to his house in my car. We've either stayed at mine or I guess I've... To you live in a better location yeah, and you live in a very obvious block of units as exactly. well. So. Like it makes sense that you'd be your place most of the yeah. time. Yeah, and he's in the burbs, and he's got housemates, and um, obviously a yard for Ivy. And so I, I've never had to put his address in my maps. And so all your brain, all my brain, <laughs> and I genuinely had nothing to go off. I got in the car and I sat down. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. And so, and he was on a plane going overseas, so I mm. couldn't message him. And so I just started driving. And I was like, I, just I put your head out the window and I, start going <laughs> like a scent, like a dog. Oh, Ivy, <laughs> Ivy. I was like, I'll find it. I think I know some like landmarks that it's near. And I got there, which I was yeah. pretty impressed by. Well, your sense of smell is very <laughs> it's like a dog. When you started pissing on lamp, yeah, I know. Too much. Yeah, that was getting appropriate. Too much. <laughs>
<laughs> another day and another couple that we are chatting to for Br- Cliff Owen Bronte's Leap of Faith. And we are Bronte's going- Leap of Faith. Yeah. <laughs> She's taking this one by the reins, guys. It's all her. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think people would trust me with this kind of thing. You are going to be mm. marrying a couple. Yeah. So can we put this out there too? This is not a maths wedding or whatever. No. We wanted to make this legitimate. And I'm an authorised marriage celebrant. Yeah. So it's going to be an actual legal wedding. wedding in the eyes of the law. And so that's why we want couples that have really like stood the test of time but just haven't found the time to get married and that I think is definitely encapsulated in this couple, Karen and Jason. They've been together, Cliffo, 18 years mm. and still no marriage. 18 years and four kids together. Karen, what's going on? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. We just haven't taken the time to do it. <laughs> You've been busy doing other stuff, I suppose. So four That's kids what? in 18 years. How old is the eldest? Uh, he's actually 15. Okay. okay. 16 this year. Nice. Yeah, we started young. Okay. And how old's <laughs> your youngest? Uh, four. <laughs> and Jason, it sounds like you guys are living, like you're living the married life essentially. Yeah. It's just about time you guys had a, a marriage certificate and a shared last name. Oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Do I still sense some hesitation in Jason? <laughs> it's been 18 years, mate. You are ready to take the leap, aren't you, Jason? Uh, it's definitely got to happen. It's got to happen. Okay, Of great. course, of course. Now, you guys, like one of our big sort of things was you got to be pretty, you know, outgoing. You've got to yeah. be pretty, you know, adventurous to live life to the fullest. Karen, tell us about the 15 months you spent travelling. Uh, we had our baby, uh, our last baby, and then we just decided to uh, sell everything and hit the road and we spent 15 months travelling Australia as a family and, yeah, it was amazing actually. Wow. God, I love Friendly, that. We could keep doing it. <laughs> That's so cool. So you and the four kids travelling around yeah. Australia in a caravan. That is That's it. What was the biggest learning lesson that you had from that? Uh, homeschooling is horrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it is not too bad. It's really nice to be um, all together as a family all the time and actually enjoy uh, doing all those adventurous things together. Yeah. Mm. See the real Australia. See the real Yeah, Australia. that's right. Yeah. God, isn't that a dream? Just yeah. to travel for, like, you guys did it for 15 months. So good. Jason, obviously, this is going to be a wedding with a bit of a twist. Are you open to that? You're pretty open minded, out there kind of guy. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit shy, but I'm pretty go with the flow. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. But, well, maybe the flow will be involved. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Karen and Jason, the second couple on our shortlist. So nice to get to know you guys. Um, good luck and keep the red shows coming through, guys. Hit.com.au, yes. Cliff on Bronte's Leap of Faith. It's our marriage with a twist. All the details on the website now. Uh, thanks, guys. And happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Same to you. Uh, our boy Robert Irwin has got himself a new gig oh. in the fashion world. We've talked about Australia's fascination in the past of following Robert Irwin news. When we say Australia, let's, you know, let's be specific. Your, I like the guy. Your fascination. Always been a fan. I don't. I don't. You know, deny it. He's a he's a good kid. Great Queenslander. We've seen him grow up. 
I wouldn't call him a kid anymore. It's, 18, it's a little, know. yeah, that's a Got little a girlfriend. condescending. True, true. Um, but there was news floating about from him. Um, started on the weekend. He sent the internet into a bit of a tizzy. Uh-huh. Uh, I first heard it on the radio. Sure. 19-year-old Robert Irwin is now a fashion ambassador, becoming the face of Hard Yakka. He says he's been wearing Hard Yakka for as long as he can remember. Yeah, well, he was born to wear it. He had no choice. At least he's turning it into cash now, not only for himself, but funding conservation efforts at Australia Zoo. He's going to be a fashion ambassador. I love that. For Hard Yakka. Good partnership. The the clickbait headline that everyone's going with is mm. not just, you know, Irwin wears khaki because, you know, can Irwin wearing khaki? That's, That's not too news. interesting. Exactly. But the, the clickbait headline is always like Robert Irwin becomes fashion ambassador. Of like course. Robin Irwin becomes a model. Robert Irwin joins the fashion world. And I thought if that's the angle we're going to run with, I think we can really, really <laughs> lean into that. From the makers of The Devil Wears Prada, Miranda Priestley is out. Robert Irwin is in. Crikey. Runway Magazine has a new editor, and this time nothing is off limits. Decent-sized snake. Hey, mate. Just gorgeous. <laughs> He's the hero the fashion world didn't know they needed. No two days are ever the same. The sequel to the world's favourite fashion movie ever, The Tassie Devil Wears Prada, in cinema soon. Crikey, that's amazing. My God. I reckon. Buy a ticket to that, mate. I would be seeing that. I'd be lining up for that. Yep. Brilliant. Robert's actually hearing that right now going... Guys, I'm available. <laughs> like, I'm free. You Can you beat Bronte? I need to ask you some questions. All right. Gasco, she didn't go down. It was equal points yesterday, but, hey, the jackpot's not here anymore, so it's the same result. It's still 50, though. Still $50 you didn't have. Um, 50 bucks if you want it. 13 10 60, so it's a freshie. Bryce is here. Bryce, you got... Oh, I love German Shepherds. You got two German Shepherds. What's their names? Uh, Dave and Don. Are you making those you names up those... on the spot? Do you not have dogs? <laughs> Are you a liar? <laughs> no, I, I get them mixed up. They <laughs> Can't say which one first. So na- <laughs> I'm so confused. Maybe I can take down Bryce. Is your name even Bryce? <laughs> What's going hey, on? Hey, don't underestimate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I am fragile today, as we've spoken about. Oh, I've had so many questions. Oh. That's okay. There's only five questions that matter, and you've got to answer them in 30 seconds, Bryce. But before we do that, Bronte Langbrook. See ya. Into the soundproof booth. So she won't be able to hear this. Bryce, it's just me and you. And 30 seconds on the clock, mate. You good to go? Yeah, let's do it. All right, time starts now. What Scottish lake is supposedly the home of a giant monster? Loch Ness. What zodiac sign is represented by a bull? Taurus. February 14th is named after which saint? Saint Valentine. What does it mean to sing a cappella? Uh, without uh, beats. Uh, what TV series has an annual Treehouse of Horror Halloween special? The Simpsons. Oh, they're always the best episodes, don't they? So good. Okay, that felt good. Felt really good. Uh, let's get Bronte out of the soundproof booth. We'll see how she goes. Three hundred bucks went to Zach yesterday, so it's it's a pineapple. It's fifty bucks. 
Hello. And she's here. She's like a wounded deer today. Yeah, so. I know. That was a very slow reemergence from the mm. soundproof booth. But you're here. I'm here. Just use. There's only one muscle. Yeah. That matters. It's the brain. I so the brain's a muscle. Put the back pain out of it, isn't it? I don't know. The heart is. <laughs> Whatever. Thirty seconds on the clock. The time starts now. What Scottish lake is supposedly home to a giant monster? The Loch Ness Lake. Uh, what zodiac sign is represented by a bull? Taurus. February 14th is named after which saint? St. Valentine. What does it mean to sing a cappella? Without any instruments. What TV series has an annual Treehouse of Horror Halloween special? Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, powered through the questions today. Very impressive. Uh, Leash, how did we go? <laughs> yeah, so the uh, Loch Ness is home to a giant mos- monster, the Loch Ness Monster. Both of you got that one correct. Taurus is represented by a bull. Both of you got that one correct. St. Valentine is what Valentine's Day is named after. Both of you got that one correct. Singing a cappella is without the accompaniment of a musical instrument. Bronze, you got that one correct. Bryce said without a beat, so I gave him half a point for that one. Sure. And TV series with an annual Treehouse of Horror is The Simpsons. Both of you got that one correct. Oh. So are we going to give that to Langers by half a point? 100%. Because you actually do sing with a beat in a cappella because some people beatbox. You know what? You know, she's not wrong, Bryce. You know all I could think of when she asked that question? He asked that question, When he, yeah. yeah. Uh, When he asked that question, that scene out of Eight Mile when Eminem starts singing once the music shuts off. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right, I actually thought of Pitch Perfect. I was going to say, I'm more Pitch Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Bryce, big love to... Don Don and and whoever the other... The dogs. (laughs) Thanks for having a crack at it, man. This is TikTok Tuesday. I saw this go viral last night. Um, This is a video from yesterday's Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Post-Kansas City Chiefs win, as you Mm. mentioned. They took it over at the Philadelphia Eagles. Very close. Only three points. You said three points. And the the Chiefs actually won a couple of years ago. Uh um, And someone who was so excited about that win is a diehard fan in the form of Mr. Paul Rudd. Oh. World sexiest man a couple of years ago. The He was vampire. one of the um, Super Bowl commercials yesterday too. Was he really? As Ant Man. Yeah. He is uh, going viral because of an interview with him and his son, Jack Rudd. Okay. What is so weird about this interview is how similar they sound. So I've got two... Side note, they're like very simple names in the Rudd family, don't they? Paul and Jack. Paul Rudd, Jack Rudd. That sums them up as well, I think. Just lovely, lovely people, good humans. And Paul Rudd... Okay, so I've got two bits of audio. I'm just going to ask you to play the first one Mm -hmm. and then play the second one. Okay. And then we'll talk about... Who you think is who out of Paul and Jack. Okay, so this is grab number one. Grab number one. (laughs) I can't believe it. I really, that's such a, that was such a great game. And uh, wow, it all just feels so overwhelming and incredible. Someone got an email during that being uh, recorded as well. And then number two. (laughs) I just want to thank Patrick Mahomes for existing, for putting in all the work. So we can just all enjoy his greatness every week. Both talking about the Super Bowl. Though. Both talking about the Super Bowl, talking about Patrick Mahomes, the um, quarterback, yeah. I believe, for the, the Chiefs, Chiefs, their team, who they love, and they mm. were excited 
So i got to pick which one's Paul. And which one is dad, Jack. And which one's Jack. And just how similar do they sound? So similar. In, they even so this look is what, similar. This is what is going a bit viral on TikTok. Yes. Just how, how similar Paul and his son sound. Look and sound. I feel like that's a Hollywood thing, though, because forever we're seeing, like, look at Angelina Jolie and her daughter. Yes. They're identical. Like, it's like what she made her. There's so. something in the water there. <laughs> So I think grab number two uh, is Paul Rudd, uh-huh. only because, in my opinion, it was slightly huskier and, I don't know, vis-a-vis yeah. a little more weathered. A bit more Ant-Man-esque. A bit more weathered than, than number one. So I feel like voice two has been around longer than voice number one. You're not wrong. I'm not? But you actually are uh, wrong. Right. <laughs> Grab number two. That is Jack Rudd. And the first one is Paul. And they sound so similar. And when you watch the video, you like your brain can't comprehend that two different voices are coming out from two different people because they just look like the same voices coming out of two people. Can I just play them again? Please. So this is this is Paul Rudd. Number one, yeah. I can't believe it. I really that's such a that was such a great game and uh Wow, it all just feels so overwhelming and incredible. Oh, yeah, this is his son, Jack. I just want to thank Patrick Mahomes for existing, <laughs> for putting in all the work, so we can just all enjoy his greatness every week. It's definitely husky. It's, it's, I mean, he's only 17. Is so. he a smoker? He's 17, so again. Not on the darts yet? <laughs> Good. Alpha butts, don't yawn. Don't yawn on the tape. Got it all there. You got rid of it. That's pretty much Bronte's... That's Bronnie's con- contribution to the show there. That's guys. why I like when um, people are yawning. If you touch their um, mouth, it stops the yawn. And Does my God, people, Dylan gets so mad when I do it, and it's so fun. I would too. Yawns yeah. are quite strangely satisfying. Yeah, you just got rid of mine Sorry. by calling mine out. Oh, I got rid of yours by making you do your job. What are we doing? Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Free answer. <laughs> it's back tomorrow, Wednesday, the 15th of February. Yes. And it. Uh, I was actually opening my mouth because I was thinking about enchiladas. Mm, 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 enchiladas. So yeah. E is your letter. E. Enchiladas is your free clue for tomorrow's Alpha Bucks on Hit and Listener. Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. And Galentines and Palentines, however you want to celebrate today. It's also self-love day, so you just love yourself, everyone. But also, it's obviously a day for couples. Um, and there might be some people out there considering taking the uh, most romantic day of the year and turning it into a marriage proposal day. Oh, this this will be huge. The Big. amount just in the... Weddings that I've done because I'm celebrating for fun and stuff. The amount of people I've met who propose on Valentine's Day. Do they? Uh, Valentine's Day is big. New Year's Day is big. Around Christmas is big. Birthdays are big. There you go. Valentine's Day, definitely up there for Do you think it's number number one day of the year? Probs. Of the holidays, you would assume so. Um, And one proposal that has gone wrong uh, going viral online happened at Sydney's Coogee Beach. And this was a, a pretty spectacularly laid out proposal. So the couple involved, uh, the the guy's name was Zay and he had set up a red carpet and he did like a big spiral inwards on the beach at Coogee with um, oh fairy lights and everything. He had this guy's marry making me. us all look bad. It's a bit much. It's very public. Like if you wanted a public proposal, this is kind of like the blueprint I feel like right. you would go. It's very, you know, flashy, literally because there are fairy lights and 
big, oh my God. big light up letters that say it's, marry it's me. It's night time too. So night time on the beach. And the marry me and wow, it's beautiful. Yes. And uh, as we mentioned, it was on the beach. Covered uh, underneath all of the fairy lights was sand. And when Zay got down on one knee and presented his ring to Sai, his fiancée, she reached to get the ring from him and nervous fingers, slippery hands, yeah. ring fell into the sand. And in the hurry of everything and the flurry, oh, no. you can then see them. Because this is on the beach at Coogee. There's yeah. hundreds of onlookers yeah. looking at this incredible proposal. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when he gets down on one knee, you don't hear people celebrating. You just hear people going, Because <gasps> so he did, did you do like the a, ring. Like a quicksand thing. The sand's it's just... Born into the sand. I think because, like, if we'll put a photo up on our Instagram of this proposal so you can see, because they're in a spiral of fairy lights, maybe they, it got, like, tangled in the lights and the sand and it's dark and you're nervous. Oh, and so then she couldn't even say yes because there wasn't a <sighs> ring to say yes to. Dozens of people ran onto the beach, which I'm sure they probably weren't happy about. That, that wouldn't have been helpful either. They to think look they're helping. For the That's ring. not helpful. Did they find it? They, they did. Oh, they did. They God. found the ring. Forty-five minutes of looking, <gasps> and they posted on social media, Sai saying, "Pro tip from my fiance: Don't propose with a loose ring on sand." I feel like every few months you hear one of these stories yeah. of a a marriage proposal gone wrong. Yeah. Closer to home in Harvey Bay, we had one about six months ago. Mm. Old mate gets down on one knee on the pier. Beautiful oh, spot. Stunning. Beautiful spot. Yeah. Gets down on one knee, pulls out the ring, drops it, falls between the cracks <gasps> in the pier. Uh, lucky the tide must have been out or whatever because they were able. He was able to jump down. You know, I guess he went back to land. Jeez. Jumped down, um, went under the pier, was like, you stand there, honey. Um, and again, found oh my God. the ring. Yeah! What I'm learning from these stories is don't propose over water. Like just or sand. the sand, like take the beach out of it, okay? It's beautiful. Don't yeah. propose around there. Everyone propose on a, on a lino floor. <laughs> Full bright yeah. lights. Have nothing within 10 metres of you getting down on one knee. It's the only safe way to do it. I'm sure there are people out there who've had their proposals go wrong and we'd love to hear your stories. 131060, how did the proposal go wrong? Uh, Nicole's first up. Nicole, what went wrong? Uh, We just found out we were pregnant and woke up in the morning and my husband was at the side of the bed, got down on one knee, asked me to marry him and the first thing I said was, oh my God, I have no pants on. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine a lot of things racing through your head in the moment. Not having pants on would probably be a shock. I mean, I can understand it. As a little girl, we... um, As a little girl. When I was a little girl... No, little girls do imagine the day they're going to get proposed to. Good, and I right. guess in those those fairy tales, in those dreams, Nicole, you had pants on. Yes, I had, definitely had pants on. Oh, What's she thinking? Get some pants on. <laughs> Laura's here. What went wrong, Laura? Uh, so my partner asked me to marry him uh, in my parents' front property. Mm-hmm. And then I got so excited, I stood on his feet. And then he fell forward. And then I fell back and I knocked myself out. <laughs> oh, 
you knocked yourself out. Yeah, did you yeah. did you say yes before all that, or he just had to hope that when you woke up, you remembered and said yes? <laughs> I said, "Ow, my head!" And then wow. <laughs> he picked me up and he was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I was super excited. Oh, so. well, that's good. Well, nothing says romance like head trauma. <laughs> Jess, what went wrong? Um, one of my uh, childhood friends went to propose to his partner. And um, he managed to drop the ring. Uh, luckily, he physically had it tied to himself via a piece of fishing line. Okay. That's all that. This is... This is. This, this is, should have happened for the beach proposal. Evolution it, at its it finest. Yes. The fact yeah, that, it worked harder. The fact that he did drop it, though, Yeah. Like, and he had the fishing line just in case, yeah. kind of Murphy's Law there. <laughs> like, you are setting yourself up to fail. <laughs> Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, too good for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Sydney guy playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Too. Yes, that's right. Um, only three points the difference. And I said this at the start of the show. If you're watching in the States, when do you pee? Oh, my God. Because, like, literally the halftime show mm. is... Rihanna. Know, as many people are there for the halftime show as they are for the actual game itself. Exactly. And then during the ads, it's the multi-million dollar ad, seven million bucks to buy a 30-second spot. That's but minus production costs. Even, um, like, the game of NFL itself, a minute in NFL literally can go for 10 minutes in real time. Like, it is a long game. As a rugby league yes. fan that's just used to go, 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 yep, go, go, like yep. the stop start of NFL. I, I don't know. I can't really get on board. But, it's tough to watch. Um, every year I do like to actually sit back after the Super Bowl and check out some of the best commercials because uh-huh. they are, they're, they're as good as a TV show. Like they're little stories. They are now. Yeah, they're huge. I feel like 2023 was the year of the celebrity. Mm. Um, we saw the cast of Breaking Bad get back together for an ad. Oh. Um, Alicia Silverstone played her character from Clueless in an ad. Um, Aging Rockers Kiss, Billy Idol, Ozzy Osbourne got together. Holy. And then we saw Ben Stiller doing Zoolander for a Pepsi ad. This is really, really ridiculously good tasting. On top of that, Steve Martin did an ad, Will Farrell did an ad, Adam Driver. Uh, the other one that's getting a lot of talk is the Benefit ad. Yes, correct. So this is Ben Affleck uh, and Jennifer Lopez. I mean, a lot of talk about those guys after the Grammys, wasn't it? Yes, that's Last right. Day. Him looking like he didn't want to be there. We spoke to the seat filler sitting behind them mm-hmm. and she confirmed, yep, he did was not right across. <laughs> What what was happening there? You can get that chat at our podcast on the Listener app. Um, but this is the the benefit ad. So it's mainly um, Ben Affleck. He's working the drive through at a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So do you know the story with him and Dunkin'? No. So there was lots of paparazzi photos in 2020. Yeah. Where he would get deliveries from Dunkin' to his house so every single day. Yeah. And he right. was dating Anna Diarmas at the time, and okay. it just looked like paparazzi, paid paparazzi shots, but everyone now associates Duncan and Duncan Coffee with Ben Affleck. Well, they've obviously coughed up to got him to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. And I feel he's just working the drive-through with unsuspecting actual real customers. Amazing. And then, listen at the end, because J-Lo actually rocks up to the drive-through. Welcome to Duncan, a new special. Duncan run medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Well, well, like, how can it be this inexpensive and oh. good? Pretty no sugar. I'm just going to have to just give you 10 munchkins. You look a little lost. One second, I'm trying to find the bagels. <laughs> 
Pass me if I like Is this what you do when you say you want to work all day? I, I gotta go, guys. Grab me a glaze. Okay, so that's <laughs> that's the Duncan ad that's got a little that which I like. But there's one that I carted up especially for you. Oh, what's up? And for Greece fans. Please. For T-Mobile, which I guess is like Optus yeah. or Vodafone or something over there, um, John Travolta teamed up with the two main boys from Scrubs. Remember oh, Scrubs? Yeah, sure? like Zach Braff and yeah, Donald Don, someone. Yeah, Don someone. Yeah. Anyway, the besties from Scrubs, they yes. teamed up with uh, John Travolta, who's bald these days, yes. and made this little beauty. Home internet with a pain in the Try T-Mobile, it sets up so fast. Tell me more, tell me more. One cord's all that you need. Tell me more, tell me more. Don't you worry about speed. That's what T-Mobile can do. Tell me more, tell me more. Good ad, right? I genuinely thought they were singing Sell Me More, Sell Me More, and I was like, that just sums up the Super Bowl, doesn't it? Doesn't that sell me more? (laughs) Burritos, Pepsi, Mobile, I'll buy the lot. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.